Hello and welcome to Ingrate Company, where we bring you leading business minds to share their experience, expertise, practical tools, and innovative ideas to help you thrive in business. I am your host, Ramona Cedeno, CPA, CFP, and founder of Fibric, an accounting and fractional CFO firm that brings customized solutions to businesses in technology and professional services. Hello and welcome to Being Great Company, where we bring you thought leaders to share their experiences, their advice, and tools to help you thrive in business. Today is a very special day. I am officially a published author. My ebook is on Amazon starting today, and I am so excited to discuss the journey in writing this book, the, the concepts in the book, my stories with Doria Lavanino from Sensei and the, the founder, the co-founder of Sensei and also the host of the podcast, She Ventures. Thank oh. you so much, Doria, for doing this today. It is my pleasure. First of all, congratulations on the publication of your book. That is such a huge honor and just getting it done is amazing. And yes, I'm co-founder of Sensei, which is where I met you originally. And I also host a podcast named She Ventures about women who pivot in career and in life, like many of us do. So I wanted to just go straight into your book. Uh, It's called Simple Choices, Big Rewards in Money. One of the things that really struck me is that you were raised in a large family in the Dominican Republic. And today you're a CPA and you run your own firm. Why did you decide to write a book right now? Oh my gosh. So as I was, uh, I never thought I was going to write a book. There are many things I never thought I would do, but I like a good challenge. Yeah. And and I was interviewed by an author last year to be featured on her book. And as she was telling her story, I was like, Maybe I can do something similar. And right in the, that conversation, she said, why not? I can tell you how I did it and, and uh, how um, the program that I use, and you can do it too. And that was motivation. I think that it was complementary to some of the other work that I had done throughout my career, which is educating, empowering the people in the financial, you know, financial arena, and also just um, challenging myself to do something that I was afraid to do. A few months ago, I had told my sister right before I decided to write this book, I had talked to my sister who is also a writer. Oh, she is a writer. I'm not a writer. (laughs) (laughs) And I said to her, you know, if I write a book to to just enhance my thought leadership presence, I might might use a ghostwriter. And she was like, no, you're not. You can't do that. You can't. You have to write your own book one day. And this was just about a year ago. So really, it was a good challenge, but also it's a way to to share my expertise and my passion for the things that I love doing and I love um, helping others with. Which you've always done. And one of the things that I know about you is your love of financial literacy and ensuring that people really understand what they're doing with money and that we're all capable. We don't need to necessarily have a CPA degree as you do, though it is helpful. Can you share some of the key financial inspiration that you learned coming from your parents and your 
large family in the Dominican Republic? So I'm the oldest of four sisters, and I also have two younger brothers, so we are six, and I'm the big sister who had to set the example. Mom and dad were amazing parents. They are the best people I've known. Uh, growing up in the Dominican Republic, they were always there. They were always there to provide support and to um, protect us. And mm -hmm. um, it was really their focus. It wasn't about... Um, helping us manage money or making sure that we went through college. They were really just making sure that we were safe. And that's what I remember the most. But through their actions with money, I yeah. learned a lot. So dad was or is <laughs> very cautious with his money <laughs> spending. He is always thinking about the future, uh, making sure that he doesn't run out of money and that he has enough to, to provide for his family. And mom... It's also very careful with her money, but in a different way. She wants to make sure that the people that she cares for have it, even if she doesn't end up keeping it herself. Right? She was very generous. Right. And, and, but the fact that she wanted to have money or some money to give to others was just inspirational too. So they have different, different approaches to how they manage their money. And they have their money separate, which I am a big fan <laughs> of. And, and it, it worked. It, I picked up on those on their habits and their approaches to different things related to finances. And I kind of, I, I want to think that I came up with my blended version of what my yeah. parents were. And one of the things that you really talk about is money mindset. And I wondered if you could talk about the importance of one's money mindset in how one views their financial journey. It's interesting because I learned this concept in the United States a few years ago. <laughs> it's like the law of attraction and money mindset. Like they were there, but I really didn't know they were there, right? They had a name, right? Exactly. exactly. They had a name. But I think it's it, with everything in life, it's so important the positive attitude that we have towards the outcome. Mm. It's it, whatever it is that's driving that force somewhere that we can see, it works. And when it comes to money, I realized, thinking back at all the years that I have felt okay with it, okay with like safe, that I was sure that I was going to be able to make money, that I was going to have enough money if I just did a few things that I knew were the right things to do. But I always had that attitude of like, it's going to be okay. I can earn more. I can save. I won't lack anything. And also, this this might sound like too, like, how is that possible? But we joke around the house and some with my sisters too. It's like I if I think that I I can give someone that needs a hundred dollars and feel like I am gonna get it back somehow mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it does happen. I don't I can't explain it, but it just works. Paying it forward in, <laughs> in one forward. way or the other, right? Exactly. And money mindset is a lot more you know, more more complex than that, right? It's of course. about feeling a sense of abundance and making sure that you don't feel that that you nurture it, right? Like it's not like, oh, it's just gonna happen. You have to work a little hard at making sure that you do the pieces that you should do to earn the money, to preserve it, to give it in a smart yes. way, you know, and, and not um, be irresponsible with it. Absolutely. And, you know, with the pandemic right now as kind of hopefully coming out of it finally, I think a lot of people are finding themselves in tenuous financial situations. So 
in your book, you talk about money behaviors and money plans. So to someone who might not know what the first step is to take in improving their money situation, what would you recommend? Yes, it's true that during the pandemic, and I'm sure during other financial crises, or when someone just loses their job or is uh, has someone sick in the family, financial worries and overwhelm can yes. become a serious issue. And that is one of the reasons why I think I wrote the book. Uh, and I always gave advice to friends and family was that I, it hurts me when someone comes to me and says, I have no money. I have, I'm in debt. Right. I have worked 30 years and have nothing to show. It's like it's something that to me, I, I haven't experienced something like that, but I can feel that I can put myself in the shoes because I never want to be in that situation, right? So like, how do we prevent that? And being in that, in that situation, it's in, in something like that, I even like get emotional talking about it because yeah. it's sad to me. Like there are people that are going through through that. But what I would say is that with money, financial stability, financial empowerment is circumstantial, right? So you can get out of it. I mean, the bottom line is that we'll have to work to earn some money or we'll have to uh, have a, you know have some type of income coming in, maybe right. passive income, right? But this, the first step is going to be figuring out what are our sources of income? What, where can we get money? If we are out of a job, yes, we are out of a job now, but maybe we will get a job soon. The positive mindset, right? We'll, we can get a job. There are so many jobs out there. Yes. Um, knowing the source of income and then figuring out how we're going to make that money be enough for our expenses and hopefully be able to save some of it. So yes, if you make if, if someone is making a lot less what, than what the living expenses are in the city or the state where they live, where they live, it might seem like how can I save if right. I make this? So it's also about figuring out how to increase that income, how to reduce our expenses, and steadily do that, not just for a few months, but for the rest of our lives if we can. Right. It's like a, a marathon, right? Not a sprint. Right. <laughs> and, and so would you say that you're a big advocate? Well, I know that you're a big advocate of education and a staunch advocate of financial education in particular. Are, is there any advice that you want to give people listening as to, other than your book, um, places where they should look for financial information or support or mentorship? Sensei, give them that. Oh, thank the, you. The, <laughs> <laughs> that's the first place I'll go to. I do research there for my own benefit. So sensei.com, right? That's the website. You yes. You guys offer such like the the way you provide the information and Doria didn't know I was going to do this. So <laughs> there is the way you provide the information is so easy to connect with. Uh, yes. I, I go in and it looks so pretty and it's like so catchy and the, the topics and the subjects that you cover are, are the things that we're experiencing today. So I think that it's a great resource for millennials, for uh, mid-career, uh, you know, for everyone there is something there. And there are other organizations that are focusing on underdeserved communities like Operations Hope. There are some organizations that have 
memberships that you pay a monthly fee and you can get mm-hmm. some advice, uh, some financial advisory. And I don't want to promote anyone, but let's if right. we stick with the with the some of the benefits that are um, some of the resources that are available for free on the internet. For example, uh, Sensei, there is I also like the balance. They mm-hmm. have a lot of uh, good information. So I think that just looking for one platform that speaks to you, speaks to the yes. situation that you're experiencing is very important. And then being consistent in get, getting uh, information from that source and also maybe providing feedback to them to see like what is working, what's not working so that you can continue to get value from it. That is so true. I think that feedback loop is so important to to know exactly what people should be want to know more about. But what is amazing about you, Ramona, is that this is your book launch, and yet you start talking about Sensei. And it just reminds me, one of the things that I really liked about your book is how relatable it was. It's like in every chapter, you write about yourself, your family. You. One of the things that's remarkable to me is that you are such an inspirational and relatable person but at the same time, you've accomplished so much in your life. And you're an example of a woman who has done what she set out to do. And I'm sure there's still more that you would like to do. And I really love that about your book. For women that are listening, what would you like to say to them who might be starting their journey midway? Yes, I think that one, being genuine and wanting to be successful and really good at something and not exclusive, right? Like of each other. They are complementary. And I think that it's important that we do whatever we want to do with passion and really because we love doing it and because it makes us happy and because it might make people around us happy. Um, Yes, if you see the relationship that I have with my sisters and my kids and my mom and my dad and the people around me, it's about connections, but that doesn't mean that I have to neglect my own success. So I am right. going to be as successful as I want to be while also nurturing my my relationships and connections with others. And I think for women that, that are starting out in any journey, career or saving for uh, the future or having kids, whatever it is, it's really, I think that just do what you love and and everything will follow and do and get support get the support from the people that have been there uh in whatever area of your life is that you want to improve or, or uh, work on just get the support from people that have been there and that will be supportive and also supportive in a way that is encouraging right and yes. not criticizing and not putting you down but more like lifting you and making sure that you know that you can do this Absolutely. Having that mentorship is so, so important. If there were one piece of advice or tip that you would like to give, that's a positive money tip and one that you've made that you regret, what would, what would they be? Let me start with the one I regret. Okay. Those are the ones we remember the most. I know, right? I didn't even know I had Miss this, but I didn't uh, invest in the bar in the stock market early enough, right? I grew up in the Dominican Republic. I came here when I was nineteen, and we I didn't know what the stock market was until and that was you know no one is investing probably at was investing at nineteen at that time, but 
I wasn't raising what the stock market was and what investments were meant. And not until maybe 10 years after being here, I started focusing on that. So that's one thing I was like, I wish I had known about the stock market sooner. I would have probably been in a much better place now. The one thing that I am very proud of um, is leveraging education and learning to earn money. I think as much as I'm passionate about financial empowerment. I'm also a huge advocate of education. And you can see that from my all my credentials and colleges that I've been to yes. uh, attended. So those two go hand in hand or used to. Now things are a little different. We can become a famous YouTuber and make a ton of money. <laughs> That's okay. You know, I'm, I'm, I still have hopes. <laughs> but uh, learning, even if you don't attend college, learning how to do something well Yes. Uh, that complements your passion. I think it's key to to financial success. And I am so happy and proud that I have done that. Did you always know that you were going to do something in finance? Oh, my gosh. I, I knew what I was going to be an accountant um, at the age of 19, still in the Dominican Republic. So I was uh, in, in, when I was about to attend college there before I knew I was coming to the U.S., I was looking for a roommate to I had to rent a we don't have dorms so we had an apartment near the school the yes. college and I was looking for a roommate to share an apartment with and she was an accountant she well you didn't at the time you didn't roommate with college students it was whoever right. could rent your room so right. she was already a professional was working for a pharmaceutical company and was an accountant and she told me what she did like in five minutes I was like oh that's what I'm going to be because mom tells me that I'm really good with money. So that must work. <laughs> so that was it. That was it. Yes. And the classes were easy for you and there was no real struggle. It just came well, naturally. Yes. Well, the other thing is that during high school, I was very competitive with myself in terms of getting the best grades and being really yeah. good at everything I did. So the teachers used to tell me, you can do whatever you want to do when you graduate because you're such a good student. You can be whatever you want to be. So I think that is also those words that we hear throughout our lives that are encouraging really motivate us to do big things. And I, it's not that we don't hear the negatives. And I, again, it's about having a positive mindset. Think yes. about the good ones. So I, I remember the teacher that told me I can do whatever I want to do and be whatever I want to be. I remember mom telling me, I was good with money. So I took those two pieces and more that I saw before. And I said, I, I'm going to succeed at this. And yes. that's the approach I have taken. And now you have a book. And can you let us know where we can find it? Yeah. So I am the author of Simple Choices, Big Rewards in Money. It took me about 10 months to write it. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> I think now I can take a vacation. Um, I think I, so. You've earned it. <laughs> yes. So the book is available as an ebook uh, on Amazon, and it will be on paperback in a few weeks. Uh, there is more to come with this book. We will have an amazing launch event uh, in, a few, in a couple of months. We will have a um, partner. There is a sponsor that is joining me 
with uh, to help to support the launch of the book, and we'll, 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 we will announce them soon. But it's a bank, and they will support us with the launch of the book. But also, they will partner with us to bring financial education to the small business community. So I'm so excited about that. And there will be a series of workshops that will be um, delivering to different organizations as as the time goes by but for now you can buy the ebook it's only 99 cents for the next few weeks that's it a great deal yes it's a great deal read it you it's so much fun there is i tell stories about me my sisters and yes all the people that i interview so i think it's, it's a powerful book it's incredibly relatable and i highly recommend it and i read a lot so i really can't say enough about it because it really puts your money journey or anyone's money journey into perspective. It's very doable. And that's the feeling that I got after I read the book is like, anyone can do this. And I just want to end with, with you're an immigrant and you have that, I don't want to say it's a pressure, but, but you were one of the first people to attend college in your family. So what would you say to other first-generation uh, people who are are now trying to make a difference? Yes, I, I mean, I think it's hard now to say to people, you have to go to college. I want to say that. You know, I right. say that to my kids. But I think that our parents want us to do even better than they did, right? So I think we don't do this just for our parents, but I think that it's important that we, if there is something that we would have liked our parents not to go through, uh, and this is probably a Latina speaking, right? Our parents, <laughs> <laughs> if we don't want, we, if we look at our parents and there are things that we would have liked them to have done, have a better life, we yeah. want to do that. And they yes. will be so happy for us. But we will also be very happy. We'll have a fulfilled life if we do what we love. And if education is the route, good. If it's starting your own business, do that. But do something because yes. time goes by fast. Yes, and, it does. <laughs> and their regrets are not fun. So yes. do something. Identify what your passion is, what how you want to help yourself and others, and and follow that that path. The other thing I wanted to mention is that I could have written a book about business finances, right? My right. Business, my core business is Fibric. It's an accounting practice. We work, we work with primarily with small business owners. But prior to being a business owner, I always knew that I wanted to help people feel better about money. Right. And that is the general individual. It's not a business owner. It's not the man. It's not the woman. It's yes. not the case. So many people struggle with this. And I was trying to show to them that, I did it. I was making, and I said this in the book, $18,000 just a few years ago when I, was, when I came to the U.S. And, and throughout my career, I didn't make hundreds of thousands of dollars. It was just a regular average salary from the, right. you know, the average person. And it was just based on knowing that I wanted to have security. Like I wanted to be able to pay for my kids' school if I wanted to, buy a home. That yes. motivated me to just consistently follow a few habits that helped me. And uh, here we are with the and book. Here, here you are. And and are you going to go on a roadshow with the sponsor? Is that in the works as well, possibly? So this sponsor is here in New York. We will do most of the events for them here in New York. Okay. But, but there will be a, road, a book tour 
to every state where I can um, bring this. And uh, I, the first event, I think, outside of New York is going to be in Miami. Um, Exciting. Uh, yes. So with more to come. Connect on LinkedIn. Absolutely. Congratulations again, Ramona. And I know that we're going to continue to see amazing things from you. <laughs> Thank you. And we have a lot of comments here. Thanks, everyone, for the for the congratulations. You guys are awesome. And I do want to thank, we had a pre-sale a few months ago through Indiegogo, and the response was amazing. We sold or oh, 240 books in just a f- a f- like four weeks. Yes. And it Incredible. was incredible. Yes. And it wasn't just books. There were other, the packages were included, other things, and they were not, you know, just simply a book. And people responded so well. And, uh, you know, very proud, very happy of uh, with everyone who has supported us and looking forward to give back in any way I can. And Doria, thank you so much for this interview. You were oh. great. Thank you for for having me. It's been a delight to interview you. And I just can't wait to see what else you're going to be doing next because you are an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. And and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to In Great Company with Ramona Cedeno. You can find new episodes of this podcast every first and third Wednesday of the month. Or you can join us live on major social media platforms like LinkedIn and YouTube every second and fourth Tuesday of the month. If you want to contact us, you can do so by emailing me at rsedeno at fibric.com or searching for Fibric or Ramona Sedeno on all major social media platforms. 